Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay Mert? What's up, Monica? Um, maybe the most my most favorite part of our podcast is me getting to say, "Oh, welcome." You definitely missed your calling, right? Or you should add this to your repertoire, being an announcer. You could announce, and in this corner, we have a listing from EXP Realty by Monica Weekly, and it is a three-bedroom, two and a half bath. I might try it. I think I might try it. Do you know, I I have a funny story for you. So you remember back in the day when the sign writers would be where you would hear about the listing and you would have to like call this number. Oh yeah. I was the voice. What? It was like my like first real estate (laughs) job. job. What was the company? It was Keller Williams in uh-huh. Arizona. It was before I got my Arizona. I used to have an Arizona license. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. But I worked for three agents and I was like, I did all their calling their top produce people and their top producer. Okay. And I did all the showing feedback. I would call uh-huh. the agents and then uh-huh. I did the voice for their listings. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you were meant for this, baby. (laughs) And then I thought, shit, I could do this myself. Yeah, might as well. Let's go to Ohio. Get it done. Yeah, something like that. That's a whole story, I'm sure. Mm -hmm, Sure. Well, before we get started, I need to know this. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being you are angry, 1 being you're the friendliest Jim Mertland you've ever been. Like, where are you right now? Oh. How are you feeling? Angry is the stable, right? The normal? Angry would be a 10. Like angriest. I'm not that angry today. Like a five? Or you like like a a four? Four. I'm going to crush you today. Yeah, right. All right. I'm going to crush you today. Okay. All right. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. We are so happy you are joining us here today. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this. What is the single best way to get a list? Dang. This oh, is man. dumb. Everybody wants to know this. No, it's not dumb. Everybody wants to know this. It's easy. All Can I go? Please. <laughs> all you have to do, all you have to do, and now's the time you should be doing this if you haven't done it already, okay. is source your business. Where have you gotten your business? And there will be a place that is the most. And you should go there. What if I am fairly new to the business and primarily my business has been buyers, which tends to be the case when you first get started. Still the same. It's still a deal. Oh, you're saying get a listing. Yeah. Good question. But it's still from your sphere. Then you. Doesn't have to be. Okay. Why wouldn't it? Why would it be different where you get buyers from where you get sellers? Well, you can. Is that your answer? Oh, God. Oh, my God. You've got to answer the question. That's the point of this podcast. I think, okay, so our top lead sources. Let me tell you our top lead sources. Okay. Well, if it, if Alan is the, the lead source, it's our sphere of influence and past clients. Okay. 
Okay. If it's me, we use Pipeline Pro Tools, which is yeah. one of our great partners. Ooh, favorite, favorite peeps. And then expires and Fizbos. Okay. That's it. What's yours? That's your answer. Okay. Um, so my answer, of course, my listings come from my sphere because that's just what we do. Mm -hmm. And when I want to be listing heavy, which I am, it's because I have spent time spent time branding myself as such and educating in that space. But if you want a listing now, well, if you want to, if I needed a listing today, I would call for sale by owners. That's I answer. would list my house. <laughs> you would, <laughs> even if you had just bought it two days ago. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you need a listing now, you call your parents, you call your grandparents, you call yeah. your friends, and be like, "Yo, I need a list of house." <laughs> I would go to Fizbo's. Um, maybe I'd look up an expired if I knew the area really well and thought I had an answer to why it expired, which is usually price, but that's a topic for another day. But I think the real thing that people are missing is that obviously they're not using social media enough to educate and form and demonstrate what they do. Mm -hmm. And if I show up as a listing specialist, I educate sellers on how to position their house, how to price their house, what staging does, what curb appeal does, where I really just, I go all in on that education information piece. That will then be my brand. Now, the reason agents don't do that, I think, is because they're afraid of chasing away other business by niching down. But we know that the niches are in the niches. And they're even in the sub niches. Have you heard this term before? Sub niche. What's a sub niche? It's the level below the niche. So you have a category. So let's say you have sellers in Anderson Township. All right. That's your broad. Then your niche would be, let's say you want to do empty nesters, uh, sellers who are downsizing. Right? Okay. That's, that's the niche. Then there's another layer. Mm-hmm. Who is that? This would be sellers who are maybe selling their house and moving out of town or sellers who live in a very specific, it could be a geographical sub niche. It can be a you know professional sub niche. It can be a lifestyle sub niche or whatever. Um, well, maybe I'll get in trouble for saying that. I don't mean that in a lifestyle, meaning like you're not targeting people or something, <laughs> but the sub niche is like that third level down. So I think agents, though, back to my point, are are nervous to niche down because they think they're going to lose business. And yeah, I think that's true. And that actually doesn't happen because the more you niche down, the more specific you are to your point, the more specific you are in your messaging. Yeah. But it gets people thinking about real estate and connecting it with you, which then opens you back up. Yep. Yeah. So if you want to be a listing agent, show up like a listing agent, give information about listings, educate them about the market with the listings, understand days of market, understand all of the information you can understand about that segment of our market and then demonstrate it. But I think, too, if you want a listing now, contacts lead to contracts. So you've got to contact people. However, you normally do that, I think. The biggest areas of opportunity, like, are obviously we talk about like past clients, center of influence. If you've already exhausted that or you don't have it or whatever, then it's, and you don't have anybody you know, which seems weird, then it is expired for sale by owners, for rent by owners. Or if you have a buyer that's looking for something specific, that's also a good way to get a listing. Yeah. Go around and uh, try to be matchmaker. 
Mm-hmm. But get the listing first before you, I think a lot of agents make a mistake in that they're like, they have the buyer, but then they bring the buyer in and then the seller goes unrepresented, but you have the opportunity to get the listing first and then bring the buyer in. Well, and also, don't you think if you happen to get the match, it may be that the seller will go on represented at least you've got the buy side but chances are you're going to find non-matches and that's where you can list that's true too yeah all right so i mean i'm right no oh i do feel like this is a good time to take a little break to hear a word from our favorite partners do oh you agree gosh. i agree and please listen to these a uh, little quick sponsorship ads because we don't just partner with anybody. We partner with people that we think can help your business. Right. Yeah. Why do 85% of real estate agents get out of the business in less than three years? Well, the main factor is that these agents don't realize that they own their own business. So my coach, Coach John Kitchens, has put together a free clarity report for us. This is whether you want to earn 100000 this year or a million. This report will give you the clarity you need to thrive in your business and not be a statistic. Go to coachcodeclarity.com for your free clarity report outlining what your success looks like. If you're like me, then what you need right now is great leads. My number one lead source is a marketing engine called Pipeline Pro Tools. So we've hooked up with them to give you the playbook that I'm using that has generated over 12 leads in the last 90 days. So go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club, book a quick demo so that they can help you figure out how many leads you will need in order to get the business that you're looking for. And then they will give you the playbook that I've been using for free. Again, that's pipelineprotools.com slash fight club. All right. Welcome back to the battle inside of the ring. I don't know if we're battling, but you know, of course, Jen's way to go find a listing is going to be very different than my way to go find a listing, unless we were both just charged with doing it today, which would be probably we would both just get on the phone and start calling people. So then I'm right. Well, if I had to do it, I mean, I would sweat and cry the whole way through it, but I would do it if I had to eat or pay a mortgage or something. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the top lead source today for a listing, if you had to get one today, I would call every for sale and for rent by owner that is available to call. Yeah. That's my final answer. I think the reality of our listeners, though, is that they're not going to do that. And so I really you can go knock on their door. They might knock on a door. I think more realistically, they need to understand that they need to brand themselves as a listing agent if that's what you want to be. Yeah, but that's not today. Well, nobody said at the beginning of the podcast that we were talking about today. That, that oh. <laughs> that's true. Right? See, I always come with a sense of urgency. Yes, you do. <laughs> now, yes, you today, do. right now. If I needed it right now, I would just go steal it from somebody rob a house i'd call my friend and be like yo i like your listing can i have it can i have it (laughs) i would call an agent friend and say what's that listing worth to you yeah do you have can we call it all the work all the work yeah and it depends on too like why you need why you need a listing but in today i think we're talking about like generally in today's market what are some untapped resources potentially for finding a listing yeah. Right. And yeah. I think uh, open house is a good way uh, yeah, because, because a lot of those 
potential buyers are sellers. And I do, I mean, Pipeline Pro Tools has been really great for us. For listings primarily or? Both listings and buyers. Yeah. It accounts for 10, like right now, that's about 10% of the business. Is it? So that's a lot. Yeah, that sure is. Yeah. You've used some other tools too. What what do you think is different about them? Uh, The marketing, they're marketing experts is what it is. So they give you all the language and the words to drive people to register to then you call, you know. Got it. Okay. So it's inbound leads. Yeah. Well, and guys, while you are considering branding yourself more as a listing agent, uh, go for what you want in the way of that niche too. It is just as easy to begin to focus on uh, higher price segments of the market than it is on the lower price segments. And a lot of people I think are intimidated by that. And I'll just tell you this, the higher, generally speaking, this is not every time, tell me if you agree with this, Jen, the higher price, the house, the higher price, the budget, generally speaking, the easier the deal is to do. I think there's a, I think there's a cap. So I think that there's like this sweet spot and it depends on your market that if you go above the kind of like basic average of the area, if you go too far above, it becomes complicated. If you go too far below, it becomes complicated, but there's a sweet, beautiful middle ground of like where they're just like normal people. What do you think that is in Cincinnati? In Cincinnati, I think you're looking at about 300-ish to about five. I think it's four to seven, four to 750, somewhere in there. Okay, great. Maybe even eight or nine. There you go. Get it. I don't know. But you're right. When you get over a certain point, then it's like, okay. Or if you get under, then it's really hard. And then there's, you know, no money and it's a drama and whatever. And if it's, and if they're too high, then they don't have to move. There's no motivation. So you got to figure that out. Yeah, that's true. All right. All right. I think uh, that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. Do you think, do you think I knocked Jen out today? No. You did it. No, nobody knocked anybody out today. But I want to know, like, how are you not like, how are you, the listener, going to get a listing? If you had to get a listing today, where would it be? And having when you think about that, does that amp up your intensity to do the generation that, you know, you need to do to get the contract? I think I'd do a sandwich board outside of a Target. Okay, I want to see that. When are you doing (laughs) you should do that Ah, all right guys thank you for tuning in we always appreciate you being here be sure to you know do all the things we always talk about subscribe like share blah 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 blah. it's super important and that way you'll be in the know oh yeah and stay tuned for our tiebreaker who has something a strategy you may not have thought of yes and if you are an agent and you would like to find out how to partner with monica and i so we can help you grow your business make a lot more money have a lot more time freedom without giving up a single penny or paying us any commission please schedule a call today by calling or texting at 513-400-1691 all right monica see you next time
All right. Today I am with our tiebreaker, Bob Mangold. Hey, Bob. Hey there. Never been called a tiebreaker before. You're the tiebreaker, man. <laughs> okay. I, you are such a good tiebreaker for this topic on how to get more listings um, and the best way to sell listings and all things listings. That's what we need more of, right? I, I am the listing guy. It's, it's what I preach. Yep. <laughs> exactly. But just so people know that who you are, you have been in the real estate industry for 30 years. Happy I anniversary. started when I was 15. Of course, obviously. <laughs> sure. But you were on the dark side as a lender before. I was, yes. Boo. Welcome to the right side of life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and you've been in every facet of real estate, not only like as a lender, but as a realtor, as a broker, as an owner, like everything. Yep. And now yep. you're doing coaching and training and you coach and train over a thousand people. That's yep. a lot. That's it's awesome. A, it's a few. Keeps me busy. Just, just a few. Exactly. And you also have a real estate software company, which is pretty cool. I think we're going to talk a little bit about that. Right. Some of those products. Right. But you know how to get more business through listings. Right. Please tell us all of your secrets. All right, cool. So the first thing that we have to, to, to resolve for an agent is you have to figure out how to answer this question. Why should I list my house with you over yeah. all the other options, right? Cash offers, mega teams, you know, Zillow, my brother-in-law is a realtor, like all those things. What is it that you offer? Yeah. It makes people compelled to say, oh, my God, you're the right agent. Mm -hmm. That's so a great question. And I don't think, well, first of all, I thought you were going to say, first of all, we have to figure out how to answer our phone, which that also would be a big true. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always joke, if you want to like double your business, I got two things, empty your voicemail, answer your phone. Oh, my God. Right. Exactly. But yes, create, what is your value proposition? Right. Why do people want to work with you? Yes. Right. And you have to figure out in today's world, sellers have options, right? They obviously they've always had the option to be a FISBO. Yeah. They can go with a traditional realtor. They can go with a discount realtor. They can They're rent everywhere, it. Right. You mm -hmm. can go with a cash buyer. Mm -hmm. So why you? If you have all those options, if they have all those options and you go into their house and the only thing you have is, hey, I'm a traditional agent, you're probably going to lose. You're going to lose. Right. So. Yeah. You have to be able to resolve problems for people. So it's, you know, Zig Ziglar, hey, if you want to get rich, figure out what people need and help them get it. Yep. But that's what it is. Well, start to think about what is it a seller really cares about? Yeah. Right? It's not you. No. It's not your company. It's, it's not them. that you're a multi-million dollar producers. They don't care about that. They never even ask how much you've sold. They it's don't. So here's the thing. How much can you how much can you get for my house? How fast can we get it done? And how are you going to get rid of my headaches? Yep. And people think, well, you know, how are you going to get rid of the headaches? How are you going to make the, the process hassle-free? Well, when the cash buyers came along, everybody said, oh, that's goofy. That'll never work. Well, guess what? In in Phoenix, there's a they have a 13% market share in the fifth largest real estate market in the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the reason is it's 77% of all people, and there's been these studies done, and I have copies of them, 77% of sellers would be willing to give up 5 to 10% of their equity just not to have to put up with the normal crap that an agent And that's a lot of equity. So think about it. Yeah, if you're in a, you know, Southern California, let's say average price six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars $800,000, you know, that could be 40 to 80, $100,000 in equity just to eliminate the hassle. Yeah. So what is it that you do to solve that? Mm -hmm. And so those of uh, those of the agents or agents that are saying, hey, the iBuyers are going to go away, certainly the ones that are doing it dumb will. 
But guess right. what? Open door and offer pad aren't going anywhere. Right. And that's that's something you have to deal with. And guess what, guys? They're paying market value. Yeah. And their fees, they've lowered to 5%. So at the end of the day, Open Door is actually threatening to just take and become their own MLS or think of it as a FISBO platform. They're not going to even put their listings in the MLS. Right. So the consumer goes directly to them. Yeah. So as agents, we have to look at this and understand what's going on in our business and say, well, what is it that I can offer to somebody when I sell their house? How do I guarantee that they get the highest price, right? Mm-hmm. How do I get it done fast? Mm-hmm. You know, and hey, over the last couple of years, everybody sold it fast. There's no magic there. Right. But then how do you eliminate the hassles and headaches? Yes. Because at the end of the day, guys, the minute you put it in MLS, they're going to have hassle and headaches, right? You're going to have the agent right. that knocks on their door at two in the afternoon didn't oh make God. an appointment go, oh, I'm on my way to the airport with a client and they just want right. to see the house. Right. Or it's like during nap time or they got to get out five dogs or like whatever, that. right? It's always right. the worst and time. They've got to keep their house clean at all times. Like, what are you going to do to eliminate that? Yeah. And so several years ago, a little, a little bit over four years ago now, I was sitting there looking at those options. At the time, my, my son was 22, mm-hmm. and he was going to get a real estate license. Nice. Good time. Said, yeah. So He's it, late. Very, he should have did it when he was 18. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, he got sick when he was 18. So oh, I was okay, that. well, no, yeah, we'll yeah. let him so, slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but at the end of the day, the question became, if I send him into a listing appointment, the way that we traditionally teach in the real estate business, yeah. right? Hey, tell them about you, your company, oh, you know, God. all that. Tell them about the 300 websites that you're going to put them on. That means nothing. Let's face it. The number one question is going to be, hey, kid, how old are you? Right. Tell them what you've been doing this and how many houses have you sold? Right. Exactly. And so what I created was a process so that nobody ever asked that question. So good news is in the four years he's had a license now, nobody has ever asked him how long he's been doing it, mm-hmm. how old he is, because what we did is we focused on the process of what we did to sell your house. Okay, tell if us. You re- if you realize that people don't care about your company, they don't care about you. Most of your, cl- I would challenge if you called the last even five clients that you helped and sold their house and asked them what company you work for, right. they will have no idea. None. Right. Exactly. And if they so, do, I'll send you some real estate fight club swag. If right. they don't, I'll send you some swag anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. If you don't have any big production, then how do you go in and say, well, you know, I sold 82 homes last year and you know, average of 98% right. of list price, Like you don't have all that. Well, what do you do? Right. And sadly, most agents don't have any of that. Yeah. Well, they use like their, maybe their group or their team or their brokerage or whatever. Yeah. And so for me, I just said, well, how do I, how do I compete with the iBuyers, right? Fast, no headache. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you compete with the Redfins and the discounters? And guys, if you're in a market and you go, oh, Redfin or Open Door Offer Pet, none of these guys are here. Just go to Google and punch in discount realtors in your city. There, yeah. I'll pay cash for your home in your city. You'll find millions in small towns of search results for it. Right. Or like, yeah, people like with flat, like low flat fees and things like that. Yeah. Right. And so at the end of the day, they're there. So if you're a traditional agent, the only thing you have to compete on is your price, meaning your commission. Oh, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. Right. Because then you're no different than anybody else. 
And so I have a graphic. I want you to think of it this way. Imagine you're in a field of, you know, 100 zebras. Okay. They all look alike, right? Yeah. What if one had red stripes? Oh, you so would know that my, one. The name of my marketing company is Red Zebra Marketing. Because you have to figure out how to stand out when you go into somebody's house. Right. Right. So at the end of the day, it's about creating a process to do that. Then I just I actually have a six step funnel that we do that all starts with a database. You have to have a database of likely sellers. Now, you may go, hey, Baba, you know, I've been doing this 30 years, don't have a database. You could have me land in Cincinnati today. Mm -hmm. And by dinner time, I'll have a list of three to five thousand likely sellers. Okay. Then I'm going to run them through a process, artificial intelligence, to take and strip out the people that aren't really serious, and it'll give me one. So, like, for example, the other day I did one for my son. We started with a 4,200-person list. We have 91 people that are likely to sell, and they do it in a scoring range. 31 of the 91 are ranked 99% or higher. Huh. Okay. I can give you all the details of how, why, what the algorithm is. Guys, it doesn't matter. All I can tell you is it works. Okay. And they're pretty damn accurate. Got it. If 31 of them are, let's say I'm wrong and only 10 of the 31 are. Oh, are great. Good. I'll take 10. You good? Yeah, I'll right. take it. So now I have to identify those people. Right. Then I have to market to them, right? So what does your right. database and your system look like? So what, what we've built is a completely automated system. So once somebody gets identified, we have it automatically distributed to our direct mail company, okay. to our KV Core to our Facebook groups, and to HomeBot. Okay. The agent doesn't have to do anything, know anything, because what I've learned over the 30 years is don't count on agents to do what they're supposed to do. Oh, throwing some shade or to follow up. We're pretty there bad you at go. following just, up, hey, too. The truth is, what I do, yes, I'm your A-personality kind of coach, because I'll tell you, you know, <laughs> Michelle always says to, to people, it's like, if you don't want to know what he thinks, don't ask. Don't, don't I ask. say that too. Like, if you don't want to know the answer to the question, right. you should not ask the question. Because I'm going to give you the reality of it, right? Mm -hmm. So if I can bring it down to the only thing the agent actually has to do is reach out and communicate, well, then I stand a much better chance of doing it. So yeah. that's cool. I can get you into the house. But here's the thing. Would you rather have a thousand people that are likely to sell, but you have no earthly idea how to convert them into business? Or... And so to me, yeah. I'm more concerned about how do I convert mm -hmm. versus how many do I need? Right. Because I, if I can convert more, I don't need as many as what somebody else does. Right? right. And so that becomes the question, well, how do I convert? Yeah. So we simply created a system that was built around the process of how we sell your home, not about us. Yeah. Okay. And I like that's it. really what it comes down to. I love it. So, so how do you do it? So it's pretty simple. We we really have a, a process. The way that we we market it, our unique selling proposition is we can sell your house for the highest market value guaranteed. Mm -hmm. We can get it done in 14 days. Mm -hmm. And you'll only pay 3% commission to do it. 3% total commission. Boom. We How is that possible? Buyer's agent. Mm -hmm. So now I know any real estate agent listening to this is like, oh, my ears are, right? Your head's exploding. <laughs> So let's, let's put it back together. Yeah, so explode. let's think of it this way, guys. Who really pays the commission? The buyer. Because the, the seller is not going to accept an offer if it doesn't. I mean, they're incorporating their costs. Yeah. So tell me if this is what it sounds like in every listing presentation. So, Jennifer, how much do you want to sell a house for? Well, 300000 Great. How'd you come up with that? 
well, my neighbor and Zillow yeah. and blah, 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 and all this stuff is irrelevant, right? They right. go, well, we figured our commission and closing costs are going to be about $25,000 and we need to net 275 or we need to net 270. So if we price it at like 299, that gives us a little bit of room to negotiate. Okay. Is that what every listing presentation sounds like? Yes. So the seller knows what their cost is. Right. And they just factored into the price. They, yeah, they just the did price. the math. Right. Mm -hmm. So what's the number one thing every buyer in every market, good, bad, or indifferent market, what's the one thing every buyer is looking for? Good deal. Yeah, they want a less price. So I can price my home differently. So we start, let's take that same $300,000 home. We start the price on it 15% below 300. So call it 255. We'd really start at like 249. Oh, wow. So now I've got this listing that every other home in the neighborhood is listed for 300 and I'm listed for 249. Right. They're going to say, what's wrong with it? Which one, which one is everybody going to go see? Well, they're going to see the 250, but they're going to wonder what's wrong. They're going to want to know what's wrong with it. Exactly. So guess what we do? We don't put lock boxes on the house. We okay. don't have showings. Your MLSs love us, <laughs> but we don't do it. And so at the end of the day, we do an open house on Saturday. and We do an open house on Sunday so they can come and see it. But here's the thing, guys. Every listing that we do, we have professional photography done. If we need to stage a house, we'll stage a house. Because here's what I want them to see. I want them to see that $300,000 house in the best possible light that looks killer. Yeah. Because what Jennifer said is exactly right. Oh, what's wrong with it? Then they see the pictures and they go, oh, my God, this place is beautiful. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Oh, my God. Right. So who gets the traffic? Because let's be honest, guys. When we talk about marketing, I, listen, I've seen every. Well, you're going to get every buyer in right. the world to come. Right. And, and you're in other listing presentations showing these 300 websites that nobody even knows what they are. They're not going to generate any business. And you're telling people how you're going to do that and run some Facebook ads. No, my number one marketing tool is the pricing of the property. Right. Now, I know there's all kinds of you out there thinking, holy crap, though, dude, but you need Yeah, to they're going to say, like, what, how are what you about do that? if it right? doesn't sell? What about all that? So trust me, we, we've sold almost a thousand homes now across the country. Mm -hmm. Your market's no different than any other market. So trust me, I've got eleven hundred and, you know, thirty eight people that I coach and train. It's not any different in your market. Right. You just have to change the way you think. Because here's the thing, guys. The real estate business is changing. The question is, are you changing with it? Right. 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 If you've seen all this stuff, most agents have not heard about the Department of Justice suing NAR, the moral lawsuit or the Stitzer lawsuit. Yeah, I know. The two lawsuits, folks, are consumers who are selling or suing NAR and the real estate agents because they were forced to pay a buyer's commission. Folks, when your customers start to sue you, mm -hmm. you better figure out a solution. Agreed. Right? That's yeah. all it is. Now, I don't know who's going to win in the courts, but what I do know is in the court of public opinion, that that ship's left the dock already. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, because even so, if it doesn't matter who wins. We're yeah, when ready. we go into a listing presentation, here's the question we ask. Hey, Jennifer, I just got a quick question for you. Um, is there any reason that you feel compelled to pay a buyer's agent while you understand that their job legally is to negotiate the best price in terms for their buyer? That means they're taking money directly out of your pocket. Is there a reason you feel that you should pay them to do that? No. It's like no. paying your ex-spouse's divorce attorney. 
and saying, yeah, screw me. Like, so here's the thing, folks. I can tell you, we've talked to thousands of sellers now. Nobody's ever said, no, I'm good with that. <laughs> and then we go, well, if there was a different way, would you be open to that? And they always, go, well, of course I would. And so we walk them through this process. Mm-hmm. Now, the buyer's agents get paid, so don't sweat it. We pay yeah. the buyer's agents. Right. It just gets added to the final price. So here's right. how it works. We do an open house on Saturday and Sunday. We do not put a lockbox on. Nobody can come and see it. Not you on your way to the airport. No, no, no. Can't happen. Mm-hmm. Is a consumer now, can I say, hey, the only time you have to have your house clean is that weekend. Right. Great. Boom. Done. Go spend a night in a hotel or whatever. Yeah. And right. do it. Right. If it's a big enough listing, we'll pay for the hotel. Who cares? Right. Get out of the way. Clean yeah. the house. We're going to do those two days. It ends on Sunday night. All offers are submitted online and they're 100% transparent. Yes. So everybody sees what everybody's doing. There's no more highest and best. And because we started out at 250, you know, 249 was what we would have done. Folks, we have hundreds of people to our open houses. Now, our record is 924 people into an open house. Our That's record great. before that was 884. I wonder if anybody's had a 900 people at their 586. Open house. Now, will that happen in today's environment? No. But before COVID, we would have on average in our Southern California market between three and 500. That's a lot. That's a lot. Even 100 in, is in even Phoenix, 50. It would be 150 to 250. Right. Pre-COVID. Now, here's the thing. In order to take and submit an offer on a house, you have to have pre- be pre-approved. Not a pre-qual mm-hmm. letter, pre-approved. Mm-hmm. So we have a lender sitting there pre-approving clients to submit offers. Nice. Think your lenders want to be there? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So now, here's the thing, guys. Only one person's going to win this house, right? right? Only one person's going to get it. Well, we have all these other people that are pre-approved. So what I teach is, from every listing, how do you turn one listing into five more deals? You got these buyers. Five more listings, five buyers, three and two, two and three, don't care, one into five. Yeah. And then we have a process to kind of help facilitate that. But if you do your job correctly in the open house, then you'll get a lot more business from it. Right, exactly. It's very concentrated, right? So you can have multiple agents working it, but you also have to have a process Process. or a thought, right? Because when people come in- Such a bad word. Process. So here's the thing, guys. I when I because I travel a lot, I do a lot of speaking, a lot of coaching training. I travel a lot. When I'm in town on a weekend, I always go to open houses. And I'm not <laughs> kidding you, 95% of the agents, if it's not the first, it's the second question. Are you working with an agent? Right. So just so you know, humans are programmed to answer questions like that. No. Or no. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Right. I They're going to like answer it. Ne- yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. So guess what? If 95% of the people do that and now you got knocked out of the box, because what do you say? Right. You can go, well, do you have a contract with them? Yeah. And they're thinking like, what the hell? Weird. Like, what? Yeah. So that's the question. Well, if 95% of the people say, you know, yes. I already have an agent, mm-hmm. you might want to consider asking a different question. Right. Right. So here's what we teach them. Hey, has your realtor or lender showed you how to buy a house like this? Right now, I'll use a 400000 because I have the numbers memorized. A house like this, a $400,000 house, have it paid off in about 12 years and save $182,032 in payments. Have they talked to you about how to do that? No. 
Really? Gosh, why do you think that is, Jennifer? I don't know, I guess. So here's the thing. What I need you to understand as a consumer, though, is there's $182,000 that's going to one of two places. It either goes to the bank or mm -hmm. it goes to you. Yeah. Now, the clients that I work with, I don't know what your agent does, but the clients I work with, I want that $182,000 to go to them. What would you want? Yeah, I want it. Yeah. So just asking different questions, right? So if you're listening to this one, you might want to write this one down. Get a buyer agreement, write that well, down. Well, all that, no. <laughs> Your income is directly proportional yeah. to the power of the questions you ask. True. If you ask good questions, your results will be better. If you ask mm -hmm. bad questions, if you have an agent, they'll be bad. Yeah, exactly. So start asking different questions. You've got to sit down and strategize this stuff, right? Here's the thing, guys. You're the CEO of your own business. Don't tell me you work for this company, that company. You work for you. Yes. And you have to have a marketing strategy, a system, a process, scripting, planning that's been thought out to solve these problems. Exactly. And if you haven't done that, that's why you're probably struggling in our business. Yeah. Yeah, but I like this idea and we've done um, like this online bidding before and I've seen, and I, it does, it drives, it drives people to like, it drives buyers all together, which creates the urgency, right? right? But then also to get a listing, you're like you said, they're, you're solving their, their three questions. How much am I going to get? What, like, how much is in my pocket? What are you going to do for me? And Oh my God, I forgot the third one. How do you get rid of my headaches? Yeah, like solve my problems, get, right? Get so rid you're of the hassles. Yeah, so you're doing like all of that, right. like this one simple process and it's quick. Right. Like you're done. Right. It's quick. So and, and to the consumer, why not? Right, we say in 14 days. The reason is from start to the end of the open house, I'm sorry, to the start to the end of the offer session, the offer time, which is really, we open it up on Sunday afternoon. You have till Wednesday at 7 p.m. to submit your offer. Okay. Here's what happened, folks. All those people that really couldn't afford 300, because I, I listen, I've heard all the objections in a fairly short podcast. I can't answer them all for you, but trust me, I can. It's like, well, some of the people can't go up to 300. Guess who starts the bidding process, folks? The those offers. People. Those people, they shoot their best deals out there. Maybe they could go to 275, 280. They got it. Well, yeah. guess what? If you're sitting there on Wednesday morning, you know, like 10% away from where you want, your seller's going to be really happy. Yeah, all the crazy stuff happens about 10 minutes to seven. Yeah, 10 minutes before the deadline. Right. right. And the way that it works, the way that we built the system that we built, it does technically end at seven o'clock. However, right. everybody's going to think the same thing. Hey, I'll just go in at six, six o'clock, 59 minutes and 55 seconds and submit an offer. Yep. When you do that, it'll automatically extend for five minutes. Right until there's no additional offers. Right. Then that's how we can say we can give you the highest market value guaranteed, right? Mm -hmm. If I put, let's say, 150 people into your house and you had 10 people submitting offers. Yeah. And we ended where the last person, that was the last penny they were going to pay. Can we agree that's the market value of your home? Yeah, exactly. That day, that weekend, for what's it available in that market at that time, that's the market value of your house. Because, guys, it isn't us with our CMAs that provide the value. It doesn't of the house. matter. Yeah. It's not the appraiser. The appraiser's job is to simply protect the bank so they don't screw up. Right. It's not what the consumer wants. Well, well Bob, I need 275 to move or I doesn't can't move. It doesn't matter. Well, if your house is worth 280, it doesn't matter. Right. right? 
the only person that provides value is the buyer. Right. If you want to argue with me, just look at the last two years where people are offering like hundreds of thousands of dollars more for properties and paying for it. Right. The market dictated the, yeah. the price. Right. So when somebody says, well, what do you think my house is worth? I go, I don't know. Let's find out what the consumer thinks because what I think is irrelevant. It doesn't matter because I'm not buying your house. I'm not the buyer, so it doesn't matter one iota. Right. And I have that conversation with you. You're the seller. What you need to clear out of this, the buyer doesn't care about that either. Exactly. The only one that we can do is the market. So guess what my job is? My job is to figure out how to get as many possible people into your property into as short a period of time. Because if you walk into your home and you see 20 people in there and you see that it was listed for 250, you know right away you're not paying 250, don't exactly. you? Exactly. So it's all this psychology that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. guess what? Then the neighbors come over, right? They're not buying the house. But guess what? You have 10 or 12 neighbors going, holy crap. What's yeah, and it doesn't matter here? because they're not talking about that either. Right. So they're just they... more people in the house. Right, which is great. Which is what you want. Yeah. Our job is to get your house in, in front of as many people as we can to find the ones that will fall in love and let them go at it for what they're willing to pay. That's exactly. my job. I think it's, a, you know, we've done, we've done this before. It works exactly like you're saying. I think that if the listeners, I think that they may be having some questions or there might be like a little bit of hesitation, but there's also like this curiosity, right? right. right. So if they want some more information, they want to ask you questions. They want to see if this could work for them. Right. What is the best way to get a hold of you? So they can go to a website. It's a pretty simple one. It's a simply a Google form that'll ask you some questions, fill okay. it out. Okay. And then I'm going to review it, right? We, uh, you know, I'm going to give you full disclosure. We typically don't work with a brand new agent. Not typically okay. we don't. Okay. We need some agents who had a little bit of experience. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, fill that out. And if they've got some interest, I'll send them a video that they can watch. It'll be about an hour long. Mm -hmm. but it'll go into more detail and I'll answer all the questions that I know that they do have because I've been doing this for. <laughs> you have a process? Four, oh, I'm shocked. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a process. <laughs> yeah. And then we could go from there. Okay. What's the, how do you get to the form? So go to www.homeboss, H-O-M-E-B-O-S-S, application.com. Easy. Pretty simple, right? If they want to find you, talk to you about um, coaching or other things you have going on, maybe join your group. What is the, how would they get a hold of you? So probably the easiest way if I would have known we were going to do that, I've got a QR code you could scan, but whatever. Oh, um, sorry. That's okay. Uh, just do it through Home Boss application, fill it out, and okay. then we'll respond. I go through them all personally. So oh, I personally okay. screen everybody that we do. I don't have an assistant that does it. Okay. The cool part is when you built kind of what I built, I get to pick and choose who I want to work with. Yeah. So I pick and choose. Sounds great. I <laughs> so, like it. Yeah, yeah so it's perfect. That, that's the way it is. Awesome. So homebossapplication.com. Dot com. Right. Awesome. Bob, this is so good. I, I think this is the time to be innovative. It is not the time to put your head in the sand and continue no. to do what you've always been doing. You will lose traction. Do you agree? Totally. And here's the thing, guys. All this stuff that you're hearing about in the media... I'm just telling you the way it's being spun is to scare people. Yeah. If you actually look at the numbers properly, we are in a 2019 and a 2018 market. If you were doing well in 2018 and 19, you're going to do just fine. Yeah. But you're listening to the media, right? Yeah. So there, there was a piece of data that came out the other day that multiple offers on homes are down almost 50%. 
Yeah, they went from 70% to 44%. Good. Offers is designed is defined as four offers or more. Right. 44% of the homes in the month of July had multiple offers on it. Right. Down from 70. Like a normal market's like four. Or not, or or no multiple offers. Yeah. So stop listening to crap. Arm up. The cool part is when everybody else is afraid and running away from the fire, right. when you run in, you're going to gather market share. And when we come through the fire, guess what? You'll be the one controlling the market share. I love it. This is and, the time to rally. Yep. And who you surround yourself matters. Makes a big difference. So connect with Bob. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on. Thank you. No, oh, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.